Tim Widlacki from the Professional Muskie Tournament Trail and Brady Loudon from Visit Bemidji return to the show today as this is the week. The big PMTT tournament headquartered at Rutgers Birchmont Lodge is coming up Friday and Saturday and we'll preview it all next. Welcome to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Well, this is the week. The Professional Muskie Tournament Trail is in Bemidji. It's going to happen Friday and Saturday. We have Brady Loudon of Visit Bemidji and the head of the PMTT, Tim Widlacki. There, I got it right. Tim Widlacki <laughs> is joining us. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Gav. It's great to be on. Very excited to be here. Well, Tim, you're on your way to Bemidji right now as we speak. Brady, you've been here, you've been on the water, and you are telling me you've seen a lot of these musky anglers already pre-fishing. Yes, I have, Kev. There has been a lot of boats musky fishing in the Bemidji area, and we are seeing license plates from all over the United States, and it's really fun to be able to see them in town, seeing their boats. I wish I could afford that kind of a boat because, my goodness, there are some nice boats on the water right now. Hey, Tim, uh, what are we looking at for numbers? Uh, do we know yet? Yeah, we got it. We got a, I mean, we're really close to full field. We have 123 boats registered. Uh, full field was 125. So okay. It's going to be a great tournament. We may have a couple of no-shows in there. You always get that. Um, it just happens, things that come up actually, yeah, you just don't know, you know, but uh, it's going to be a great tournament with a great payout. So 123 boats, and Brady mentioning he's seen a lot of license plates from a lot of different states, so typically how many states are going to be in a, represented in a tournament like this? Uh, typically, on average, we're about 13 different states, okay. so yeah, we, we pull them in from all over. Yeah, the Guys have been pre-fishing, I, I've had guys calling me, well, since June, but I... I mean, the last couple of weeks, they've been, and they're making a long run. I talked to quite a few guys that were from Kentucky and the Chicago area last week that were fishing there midweek, like around the same time, like Wednesday, Thursday, and came back and then are heading back up also to compete. Are there muskies in all of these different states, or is this just a fish some of these guys got into? It, you know, it's a combo. Most of them um, have muskies in the states now. I, I think they're in 39 states. Okay. Probably. They're really prevalent in about 22, but they're in quite a few different states now, and most of them are uh, have them in their states. But we got some guys from uh, we got a trail team from South Dakota. I know the Muskies aren't too uh, are too, but they were from the area, originally Minnesota, someplace, and they they kind of transplanted. So we do, we do have folks. I mean, you know, 13 different states, and we've had them from almost every state in the country over the years so far. I mean, even Hawaii and Alaska. So, but those were transplants, of course. The guys that were coming in. <laughs> uh, we're going to get into the details of the tournament in a minute. But Brady, uh, from a visit Bemidji perspective, yeah. uh, you're, you know, you're mentioning all these guys from out of state. Obviously, they're staying in hotels. Obviously, they're eating at restaurants. They're shopping. That's why we do things like that. Yeah, it's been a home run. It's been really exciting to see just the 
with our own eyes the economic impact that is happening in Bemidji as far as tourism goes and then seeing all these fishermen in town being at Rutgers going to the different restaurants our local businesses could use that and it's just fantastic to see that and it's a win for everyone so it's been just a phenomenal thing and um, we want to be able to try to bring it back in the future somehow some way but I'm not sure if that's possible but it's very exciting about how many of these tournaments do you have a year Tim we got four tournaments a year so um, and it's varied we we have special events uh, at different times every few years, or we, we throw on different events, but typically we average four tournaments a year with the championship. So. Yeah. And this is our last qualifier of the year. So these are the guys that are gearing to, they're shuffling to just, you know, you got to qualify for the championship, and it's the top 40 point teams uh, from throughout the year make the championship. So they're shuffling. So that's why a lot of these guys are taking it so seriously. There are guys that are shuffling for the lead, like the top gun team of the year. Uh, and, you know, team of the year awards, and then guys just trying to still make the championship. <laughs> Those were the guys. Uh, well, both of them last week that I was talking to that were there fishing. They said there were some guys just trying to get some fish in the in the net to make the championship, and some of them were the top teams of the year already, just looking to bump themselves up even a little bit farther. Can you estimate about how many of these 123 teams actually still have a shot at uh, at making that top 40? A lot. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, yeah, a lot. There's there's a lot of teams that just coming to this event, um, showing up, that will bump them up already. So you got to fish a minimum of two tournaments. Uh, no matter how well you do, you got to fish at least two to make the championship. So by them just showing up here, they'll it'll bump them up into it. But there's a lot of teams that are in the mix. I, I mean, I'm going to guess someplace around 70 teams, pretty close, just trying to make maybe even 80. And there'll be teams that catch fish here that will knock out other teams. So it, it's this third qualifier is always really interesting because they're really shooting for a lot of different reasons. And everybody's, you know, they're coming there with a win anyway, though they're, you know, juggling for different spots at making the championship at all. Coming to a body water like Bemidji, I mean, you know, chances of you hooking into at least seeing giant fish, I don't know if there's a better spot to be. No, they're, uh, the, the muskies that are in Lake Bemidji are really big. That's a fact. Yeah, and not to mention the weather is looking like it's going to be phenomenal. I know that with the we're having that cold front that might be coming in just a little bit, and I think that's going to really add to maybe seeing some numbers. That's what Tim had mentioned when we had spoke the other day. So I, I agree with you, Brady. We've had this warm weather, but now with this cold front coming in early like this, by the time we're getting into the tournament, it's already going to be leaving, and the weather's going to be going back up. I, I'm expecting a great bite, and I'm I'm really excited to see some giant fish. I've talked to some of our top anglers that have been there already. They're there now, and they told me the same thing. I'm talking some of the best anglers in the country, not even our anglers, best guides in the world. And they told me, expect some giants this weekend. So I'm excited. Big fish, maybe big numbers, and big excitement. The Professional Muskie Tournament Trail's final qualifier for the National Championship is this weekend in Bemidji. We continue the conversation with Tim Widlacki and Brady Loudon next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Are you looking to plan a fishing trip? Look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is your year-round destination for walleyes, pike, muskie, bass, perch, crappie, panfish, and more. With over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji, come take a cast of becoming a fishing legend. While you're on your fishing adventure, come take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. 
Discover the first city on the Mississippi, Bemidji, one step further. Welcome back to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Tim Whitlacky, the head of the Professional Muskie Tournament Trail, and Brady Loudon to visit Bemidji, joining once again as we preview the big event coming up this weekend, headquartered at Rutgers Birchmont Lodge. When we talked last time, I remember you were discussing the fact that uh, certainly we're headquartered at Rutgers. Lake Bemidji is a big part of this, but there are other waters you can fish during this tournament, correct? Yeah, we have two ease-out locations. So one's at Rutgers, and one is uh, on Route 2 down there in Cass Lake. Once you ease out, whatever water you can get to, um, like a lot of other tournaments, bass circuits and walleye net, whatever water you can get to by boat, you can go fish. And we, I know we got some low water up there. Um, so, like, when they ease out of Route 2 over there in Cass Lake, they could trailer over to Pike Bay, uh, as long as it's a connecting water, but I know they're down. Like, I, I heard going under the bridge uh, is only about 18 inches deep, so a lot of teams might struggle with that. If they want to pull out and get to, you know, that body of water, they're more than fine. If there's a, we're right at a landing, and all you got to do is go across the street. But any water, basically, you can get to from one of the ease outs, you can fish. Okay. And uh, now you, you're fishing Friday and Saturday. Is everybody fishing both days, or is there a, a cutoff after the first day? Nope. Yeah, everybody can fish both days if they want. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> some, some people, depending on how good the bite is on the first day, you do have some people that bail. If it's a great bite, they, they get a little intimidating, but not too often. But everybody can fish both days and everything like that. And it should be. This is not our next tournament, our championship is a, like you're, you're hitting a Kevin where it's an elimination process, but it's a three-day event. So they'll fish the first two days, and you must catch a fish to proceed on to the, to the final day of the championship. If not, you go home. But this is open both days. They're, they're, they, everybody can fish. So for the 40 teams that do make the championship field, uh, where will that be and when? That will be on the Chippewa Flowage in Hayward, Wisconsin, and it'll be the September 24th. 25th and 26th so but yeah that that's an exciting one because like i said they gotta fish friday and saturday and just catch a fish they gotta catch one put one into if you just catch one there's no there's no set number or anything like that as long as you catch a fish you make it to the final day so it's uh it's an exciting event with that elimination process for sure brady uh being out there on the water, have you talked to any of the muskie anglers? I have talked to some muskie anglers. I did talk to um, two gentlemen that were from Chicago, and I saw their Illinois license plate, and they said that they've been they've been marking a lot of fish. They've been graphing a lot. They haven't been fishing at all, but they've been using their sonar, and they've been seeing some really big fish, and they were pretty excited, and so it, that gets me excited. So I, uh, I can't wait to see what these people bring in, and uh, I'm just excited to see these photos, and it's just uh, it's great exposure for Bemidji. So yeah, Brady, you bring up Brady brings up a great point. Come back, see what musky fishing. It's not the numbers you have, right, with bass or walleye or something. So the biggest debate we've always had is the pre-fishing, like you were mentioned. So we have guys that go out and they pre-fish, right? They want to put hooks in a fish, know they're on them. Then we have other guys that just said, "Hey, listen, our, we're simply burning fish. We don't want to do that," and they do exactly what. Brady just said they drive around on the water. They learn the, the wee lines, the breaks, the drops, the, the spot on spots. They mark fish all the time. They they put it on their on their GPS and then they come back and target it during the tournament. And I can tell you, I interview when I'm interviewing the folks, 
it's about 50-50 in these tournaments. Some that When I'm interviewing, I'm like, did you pre-fish? And they say, oh, yeah, we pre-fished, caught fish, and it worked. And other guys that say, absolutely not, but we found them, we came back and targeted them, and, it, you know, it's, it's not the big numbers. You're going for, you know, hopefully just a couple of them with a big kicker, you know, to put you over the top in the muskie event. So it's a little bit different where bass, walleye, anything crappie, you want to find them, get on them, and know that, you know, they're still going to be aggressive during a tournament. But, you know, muskie's a little bit different. Sometimes it might take a little bit for them to recoup where, you know, you can catch bass in the morning and sometimes you go back and hit them again in the afternoon. So it's completely different. So it's cool that you said that, Brady, because we got guys that do both. They just they'll go for days and days and just work the areas, learn the structure, learn everything, which I find – I mean, to have that kind of strength and self-control not to fish. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Pretty, pretty amazing, yeah. It's pretty amazing. Uh, another thing that I'm really interested in, Tim, is being able to see what anglers are trolling and which anglers are going to be casting. And I'm sure I'm just going to be very interested to see how that plays out and to see what produces better. So. Yeah, right. Me too. I agree with that, Alan. It's going to be – we're going to have quite the mix out there. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Well, this this tournament is falling in a uh, a pretty interesting time in the muskie season. It's it's when the muskie season is starting to pick up. The tremendous fall bite hasn't kicked in yet, and of course this year the weather's weird anyway, so that throws another wrinkle in. But it's a it's a unique time to be fishing for muskies tournament wise in Bemidji, Minnesota. Yeah, I I agree with you, Kevin. That's the cool thing about this. These guys with their pre fishing are hopefully going to figure it out because right now they train. They're not really transitioned out from more or less their summer haunts, but they're going to be, could be with the cold front, might, you know, put them off the edge of the brakes, could put them deeper into weeds. It's, you know, it's, it's those teams that figure it out, that get dialed in, that are going to put fish in the boat. And I, I'm excited. I'm telling you, it's, to come up there, I, I mean, working with the, the Vincent Bemidji and Brady now has been awesome. Carrie and Rucker's over there working with this entire group so welcoming i've talked to area businesses that have gone out of their way and hit us up thanked us for coming up there i mean the, the whole entire community has been really really responsive and welcoming to us and uh we're really i mean even the anglers have told us i i love hearing that kind of feedback it's great and i am actually hoping that we get back up there sometime also Friday and Saturday are the days, the days that 123 teams of excellent muskie anglers will be on a number of Paul Bunyan Country Lakes battling it out in the final qualifier for the Professional Muskie Tournament Trail. Tim Whitlatke of the PMTT and Brady Loudon of Visit Bemidji, my guests. For those who aren't familiar with muskie fishing, I guess I would liken it more to deer hunting, where... You go scout out the woods, you look and see where the deer are, you you know, you get ready for the opener because you know you want that one big buck. Uh, duck hunting is more like going for walleyes or bass. You just want a lot of ducks in the sky, right? <laughs> uh, deer, you're, you're going after one thing. Yep. That's a great analogy. In, in most musky fishermen call it musky hunting. They yeah. call it musky hunting. They don't call it musky fishing. They say, we're all going out musky hunting. And that's exactly correct. Yeah, you can go out and see a, you know, a bunch of doe in the in the, in the woods or small bucks and that, but everybody's shooting for that booner. And it's the same thing with musky fishing. That's a great analogy, especially coming back with the duck hunting and that's more bass or wall. Uh, you, you can use that. Feel free. Feel free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim, how did how did you get into this thing? Uh, craziness, actually. You know, 20, 23 years of this, and it's. It's so funny because I started fishing muskie tournaments and doing quite well. 
25 years ago plus and and was doing quite well and i'm and i noticed a lot of them they were always individual events and they were regionally and everybody i mean it could have just been a tackle shop it could have been a bigger musky eats thing or something and i noticed the tournament started filling up i'm like it, it almost seemed like a no-brainer i'm like why isn't there a circuit yet there were actually some places holding them you know one or two times three times a year at the same location and and we just kind of got a group of other fishermen together and and started putting a circuit together and and here we are 23 years later it defeated my purpose i always wanted to fish in one and i couldn't fish it but i brought that same kind of excitement to thousands of other anglers over the years and uh i still get great joy in doing it i love doing it it's great how many of your tournaments have you know it's that that same core league so to speak and and how many uh you know, guys pop in for one or two that are close to home. You know, that's a good one. We have, so our maximum field is 125 uh, teams, and we have roughly 60, almost half the field is trail teams. So they're the ones fishing all the events. Uh, and that's typically around our average every year. Um, around half of the field will be trail teams, which are guys fishing all the events. And then we have a lot of guys that, you know, it's a big time it's a big financial commitment and the time to drive from all, you know, all over the country to make these locations. So someone can only make, you know, two events in a year or, or even one, but we have a lot of return anglers and a lot of new guys. I know one thing I enjoyed about coming to new water, like Bemidji this year, of the amount of new guys. And that's a good thing for the PMTT also is because when we go to a location like Bemidji, these guys fish in the PMTT and then they are like, Oh, we got to do this. And, we actually get carryover into the following years sure. that these guys start fishing all the tournaments because they're like, they love the competitiveness of it and the camaraderie that we bring in. Most, almost all of our anglers are very talkative. They, they're not this secluded group that don't give out information. Most of them are happy to help the other guys or people they meet. So I, it's, it's, it's a good thing for just us, the general public and the anglers and everybody. So how is this going to play out? What is the schedule for the the week or the weekend? Sure. Thursday, we have a registration. Is Everything's at Rutgers. Uh, I'm Bemidji. Everything's at Rutgers. And Thursday, the registration is 3 to 5, and then we have a rules meeting at 5, where I just go over the basic rules uh, kind of pertaining to the this event. That, I mean, the rules are pretty extensive, but it's all the anglers. You know, their own responsibility to read the rules and state laws, local laws, all of that. So I don't sit up there for two hours going over it. I just go over and kind of pertain that. So then Friday's the first day of the event, and it's 7 to 4, and we'll do an update. We do a uh, virtual weigh-in, so we got all the photos. We're flashing them up on a big screen, and I'll call the top ten up and do interviews with them. They don't let loose with too much information because it is a two-day event. <laughs> so, I'm yeah, and, and, and I get that. So we don't beat them up too bad knowing they got to fish the, the following day. So on Friday, we do an update meeting at 530, and it's open to anybody. General public can stop in. Everybody's more than welcome to take a look at all the pictures of all the fish that is caught and everything like that at 530. And then Sunday, the awards will start at 230 at Rutgers, and then I beat them up pretty hard. I want to know all the information. Everybody wants to know what they were doing. I know there's going to be giants caught. I have no doubt there will be some giants caught. Everybody wants to hear what they were doing. So at 2.30 at Rutgers on Saturday, we'll have the awards. And, again, open to the public. Everybody's welcome to stop up there and 
see what uh, what happened and what they did to put fish in the boat. Okay, that sounds like a, a great weekend. Uh, I'm going to be very curious to see if uh, you know who does well the the core that does those four tournaments, or maybe it's a uh, you know some guy from Beside who uh, <laughs> has fished Lake Bemidji his whole life and knows where the biggest one is. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Absolutely, that's the be- Kevin. I'll tell you, that's the best part. I see it all the time. You know, sometimes the locals get pushed out of their spot, not because they they get to fish it all the time, and they don't go fish spot B because, you know, during the week maybe they're guiding or they know the water. It's not as good, but in the tournaments it might be better because you can kind of have it to yourself, and though there might it might not be as good a spot, the guy that came from out of town doesn't know that, and he gets to target those fish while the locals don't hit it. So it's kind of cool how it plays out sometimes, exactly what you said. It it could be one of the top guys, and it could be somebody nobody's ever heard of. Tim, if we want to take a little uh, preview, take a look at what you got available, I'm sure you got a website people can check out. We do. It's promuskie.com, muskie with a, with a Y, promuskie.com. Everything's on there, and also our Facebook. We keep everything up to date. We do live streams starting today. Every day throughout the tournament, we'll have live updates and everything. Also on our Facebook page, and there's also a direct link um, straight from our website. But on our Facebook, also Professional Muskie uh, Tournament Trail. They, anybody can go there, check out everything. Like I say, we do live updates and everything throughout the tournament. All right. And the awards and everything are, and we broadcast them, we live stream it on Facebook also. All the awards and updates, everything, everybody wants to watch that also. All right, very cool. It's all going to happen at Rutgers, so if you want to check it out, that's where you go. Uh, Tim Widlacki is the tournament director of the Professional Muskie Tournament Trail. Brady Loudon from Visit Bemidji. He was instrumental in making this happen. Thanks, guys, for being here. Looking forward to a great weekend. Yeah, thanks so much, Kev. We got a lot of muskie talk on the show this week. Jeff Anderson from Leisure Outdoor Adventures. He loves muskie fishing. We'll be talking about that tomorrow. He was up in Canada. You can do that again now. Uh, he was and he was catching muskies up there. We're also going to hear from Peter Janik, the tournament director for the Frank Snyder Jr. Memorial Muskie Tournament. That is coming up the second weekend in September here in Paul Bunyan country. So a lot of muskie talk coming up this week, plus Mike Frisch. And next week we're going to hear from Nate Blazing out of Brainerd Lakes, find out what's biting over there. Some great shows coming up the next few days right here on Fish and Paul Bunyan country. As always, we invite you and urge you to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, And subscribe to the podcast at Podcast One or the PodMN app, which will also get you access to hundreds of other Minnesota-based podcasts, so you can listen at your leisure and get some good bonus content, too. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here. Now we're going fishing. Fun, fun, country.